are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good Thursday show for you. We got a lot of shows to cover here. We got Survivor from last night, Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise airing tonight, Big Brother also airing tonight. We're going to talk about Travis Kelsey being oblivious, apparently. Something has now basically that was once a hot deal on the internet is now essentially a big giant nothing burger. And one of my grammar school crushes is coming to my town. What do I do? We'll get to all that momentarily. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place, and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Starting off with Joey's season of The Bachelor, nothing new to update you on. Rose ceremony number four was last night in Malta, and obviously it's just been hours since that happened. I don't know who was eliminated. It's also tough to know who was eliminated when you don't know everybody that was there or the amount of people that were there. As we talked about yesterday, it's probably around 15 or 14. It's what it usually is in episode four when travel starts, and they probably got rid of, if there was 15, my guess is they got rid of three. And you're down to 12 with episode five. And then episode five will go at the end of episode five. You'll be down to 10 or nine. And at the end of so you start episode six with 10 or nine. And then uh, you end episode six with either seven or six. Because there's always six or seven left in the episode before hometowns. And episode seven is the episode before hometown. So you're either going from seven down to four or six down to four. But yeah, we don't know who's left yet on the show, meaning who is still on the show. So once I get that information, I I will pass it along to you. But nothing new to report. Yesterday was a a rose ceremony day, and clearly nothing got out there. So um, we'll just have to wait, and hopefully I'll find out where they're headed next uh, in the next couple days. So let's talk about Survivor last night. Survivor was... A good episode, and, you know, with as much time as they spent on um, Emily and Brandon and the Lulu tribe before the immunity challenge even took place, you pretty much knew that, one, Lulu was going to lose the immunity challenge, and two, it was going to be Brandon or Emily going home. And it makes all the sense in the world. I know that Emily has gotten under people's skin and she has come off as a little bit, you know, anxious and neurotic, which she openly admits to. Same with Brandon. But how many times physically did Brandon fail out there in five days from the very first challenge getting off the boat 
to two puzzles that he failed. Like, at some point, while he might be a great guy, and he seems like a great kid, and he was so excited to be on the show, those are the type of people you want on the show. And for somebody who was the second person voted off of his season, he's quite memorable. But at some point, as a tribe, you have to consider how much of a liability in challenges this person would be. Now, I don't know how great Emily is in challenges. She hasn't stuck out as wow, but she's certainly not the liability that Brandon was. Brandon showed his ass three different times where he couldn't solve two puzzles and he couldn't climb up a ladder in the water. Anything water-related, Lulu was going to be finished before it even started, for the most part. So I get the decision on why they eliminated Brandon. They had to. He was too much of a liability. And in this game, they've got four left. Both other tribes have six left. But in this game, you have got to start winning challenges. At least now with three tribes, you can finish second and not have to go to tribal council. Brandon had to go. He was holding them back way too much. I mean, the puzzle at the immunity challenge that he was part of, did you see how badly they got beat? They got there, I think, second. And how many pieces did they put in that puzzle? Maybe five, six? Those other two teams just boat raced them. It wasn't even close. And you're just thinking, like, even if you looked over at the other tribes, you could get more than five or six pieces on. And he just, great kid, glad that he was a super fan, glad he got to experience something he's been wanting to experience since sixth grade. But that was not a good performance by him over the five days that he was out there. And he would probably tell you that. I'm sure if I read his interview with Dalton Ross on EW.com today, he is going to just gush about how much fun he had and he wishes he could have done better and he knows he wasn't very good in any of the challenges. But you know, kudos to him for going out there and fulfilling his dream. Even though he only got five days, I'm sure he's higher than a kite right now and at least back then having to experience that. Because remember, this was filmed last spring. No, I'm sorry, this this past spring. So, you know, April or May-ish. So they only had to wait about five months. It's season 46 that filmed after 45, which was May, June. Those people have to wait a full year before their results of their season get released, which is so bizarre to me. I mean, I, I'm very well aware that having spoken to Stephen Fishback and Eliza Orleans and Dalton Ross over the years, everybody in that cast knows who won by the time they leave Fiji. Because they all talk. You can't expect these people not to tell the people who were in the final three who they voted for in the five months that they're back home and they've all become friends and they all exchange numbers and talk to each other on Instagram and social media. And especially for the season that films second, you know, in the May-June era and it doesn't air until May, the finale doesn't air until May of the following year. Of course all those people know who won. So... I don't know if that spoils it for anybody, but just know when they have had the live finales, I don't know if they're ever going to go back to those, but when they had had those live finales in the past, we haven't seen it in the past, I think two or three seasons, they've done the voting out there. But in the live finales, when they're sitting there and Jeff's reading the votes live, all three people sitting there know exactly who won and how many votes that they got. It's just accepted that these people talk to each other. 
Yes, another Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift story. And this is more having to do with Travis because he went on a podcast yesterday, not his podcast with his brother Jason. No, he went on the Trey Wingo podcast. with uh, It's called Chasing It with Trey Wingo and Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel, former quarterback at Missouri, a longtime backup in the NFL. And they asked him, did you ever think it would become the thing it became? Did that ever cross your mind? Did you understand what you were entering? Talking about the relationship with Taylor. And Travis's response was, I had no idea, man. I had no idea. You can't tell me that anybody else did either, but I can't be mad at how it's all played out. I'll say that. <laughs> what? You can't tell me that anybody else did either? Travis, every single Swifty could tell you that was exactly how it was going to play out if you date Taylor Swift. What do you mean? <laughs> we all knew. How did you, the one that's involved in it, not know? I think he might be doing like a being all coy and shy here, but I'm sorry. Travis Kelsey is very media savvy. Travis Kelsey knew exactly what he was doing when Taylor Swift appeared at Arrowhead Stadium earlier this summer, and he tried to pass along a bracelet with his phone number to her and then went on to, into the media and spoke about it on a podcast he knew what he was doing. Like, don't tell me you didn't know what you were getting into by asking Taylor Swift out or going on a date with Taylor Swift. My gosh. It's like, as I've said numerous times, this is the most popular female artist probably in the history of music. Not only because of her tours and how much money she's made on it, just because she grew up in the age of social media. And... There's just so much attention paid to her as opposed to somebody who was a pop star in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s and 80s. You just can't compare it to nowadays. You're comparing eras, and you know me. When it comes to comparing eras, I hate it. I can't stand comparing eras because and, – and that has more to do with sports, like comparing players from the 80s versus players today or teams from the 80s and 90s versus teams from today. And like, oh, that team would beat that team. No, it's so easy. I don't even like it when the NBA players talk about it. You know, oh, Sha you know, Shaq has always said the Lakers of the the Lakers dynasty teams would kill Golden State. He's Shaq's like, who would guard me? Okay, we get it. Nobody would be able to guard you in Golden State, but <laughs> you guys wouldn't be able to guard what Golden State is doing because it's a completely different game now. So neither here nor there. And I don't want to get into sports on this podcast, but because of social media and how big it is in our lives. It absolutely is the reason why she has become as popular as she has. Yes, people love her music, and yes, you can just go off downloads and how much money she's made on tours and stuff like that. That adds to her popularity for sure. But the social media aspect of it is also why she is everywhere and what and she's covered everywhere. And you know, for Travis to say I had no idea what his, he was getting into, come on, yeah, you did, dude. <laughs> it's probably one of the reasons you did decide to kind of throw this out there and go public with your, hey, Taylor, would you take my, uh, I tried to give her a bracelet with my phone number on it and, and tell that story publicly. He wanted to get around to her. He wanted to do this and he wanted it because look, and I'm like, I'm saying it's not a bad thing, but you know, look at both of their past histories. 
the person that each of them is dating right now is not anybody that they've dated in the past. Actually, not even close. But that's all it is. They're dating. They're having fun. She's not moving in with him next week. He's not the love of her life. You've seen some of the stories. Like, Taylor is just... She's, what, tired of having such a private, personal life. She wants to be out and about more, and she wants to share it with everybody, and that's great. But it doesn't mean she's going to marry him. I don't even think it's going to last very long. But I'm enjoying the hell out of it while it is going on, I'll tell you that much. This podcast brought to you by Green Chef. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals, Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. Get ahead of the busy season with their convenient step-by-step recipes, including dinners ready in 25 minutes or less, 10-minute lunches, grab-and-go lunches, and green bundles featuring clean snacks and functional beverages. They deliver everything you need to eat clean the easy way this October. Feel your best with nutritionist-approved recipes packed with clean ingredients that support your healthy lifestyle and taste great, too. So many good new things on the menu for the month of October. I've told you about the Harissa apricot chicken, maple butternut squash risotto, buttery lemon garlic shrimp, the sriracha tamari beef bowls. All of them are excellent. I've had them each. Well, I shouldn't say I had them each one time because I've had the buttery lemon garlic shrimp at least three or four times now. And I thank Green Chef for sending me these and having me sample them because I would not just be blowing smoke to you guys if I wasn't making these my own, my, on my own and I wasn't eating these myself. Trust me. I don't partner with any company that I don't think, one, is legit, and two, that I don't enjoy myself. So I hope you guys enjoy Green Chef, and I hope you take advantage of this deal. It is a new, it, it is a new promo code, so... Remember, and the new URL. So you go to greenchef.com and it's slash Steve Reality. Excuse me. Greenchef.com slash 60 Reality Steve. Use code 60 Reality Steve. And you get 60% off plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash 60 Reality Steve. Use code 60 Reality Steve to get 60% off plus free shipping. Remember, if you can't remember the URLs and you can't remember that address. All you got to do is go to the episode description, wherever you listen to your podcasts, click on Green Chef. It'll bring you right to the landing page. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Okay, I've got an honest question for everybody, and I don't know the answer to it, and I think, well, I don't know if we, I don't know if we're ever going to come an answer to this, but what happened to Threads? Remember how hot that was when it first launched and everybody was like sick of Elon Musk, sick of Twitter, sick of X, all these changes, they're making us pay, do all this stuff. I'm going over to Threads. And for about 17 minutes, Thread was pretty hot and everyone was posting there. I haven't heard one person like I post my podcasts. First, I do it on Twitter every morning. Then I do it on my Instagram stories right after that. And then I post it on threads. I might have missed one or two here or there because I've just forgotten. But, man, talk about disappearing. Threads is just, it's nowhere. Nobody talks about it. No, nothing comes off of threads that becomes a story in pop culture. This is, this is a perfect example of how poorly 
Threads is doing and that nobody, including major outlets, are using Threads to get any sort of message across. So I know this is sports related, but uh, ESPN insider Adrian Wojnarowski, who breaks a lot of trades and stuff like that and signings in the NBA. Earlier this week, he broke the news of a San Antonio Spurs player, Devin Vassell, uh, signing a new contract extension. On Twitter, that post, or on X, whatever you want to call it, that post by Adrian Wojnarowski got 7.1 million views, 1,900 replies, 5,600 retweets, which are now called requotes, I believe, and almost 25,000 likes. On threads, the same news, basically just cut and pasted what he put on Twitter, like I do, and put it on threads, it had 18 replies and 255 likes. Like, at some point, he's just going to give up, and ESPN will probably just give up posting anything on threads. And I don't know what it is. Is it because Twitter... X has been around since 2009, and we're just so used to using that, no matter all the changes they made. I mean, you remember the uproar when Elon took over and did all this stuff and this and that and this and that, and we had an outlet. Threads came about, and it's just like, wait a second. We don't have to deal with Elon Musk's bullshit. We can just go on threads. It's basically the same exact thing. Yeah, 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 let's all go there. And it's gone, basically. (laughs) Nobody's using it. And yes, they have some functionality issues, and I didn't think that, you know, you were seeing people in your feed that you didn't even follow, and yeah, that's annoying. But I don't think that's the reason. I think it's just, it's going to take something dramatic and major to take down X or Twitter, because it's just been, I think that's what people are used to, and they don't want to try, you know, something new. To get that many people to just switch over, as... As wonky as X is now in Twitter, it's kind of like the old pair of shoes that you don't want to get rid of. It's like you're comfortable with it. You know it. You know its functionalities. And while the functionalities seem to be changing constantly, did I see that yesterday you can now not include links in Twitter posts? What did I miss here? I guess I'll find out when I post today's podcast. I don't know if you can post. I think you can, but it's. I, I don't know. I have to see. I, I thought I saw somebody tweet something or post something on X that said um, something about there's something to do with links now on X that has just changed. And I don't know what it is, but I guess I'll find out shortly tonight. Episode two of the Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise. We talked about the ratings bonanza that Golden Bachelor was um, today in my podcast. Episode number what is it, 358, I believe? Let me double check so I can get that right. I don't know why I can ever remember the number. I'm usually pretty close. Oh, sorry, 359, see? Episode number 359 with Back to Love Doc, Dr. Diane Strakowski. We talk about The Golden Bachelor, how much she's into it. She thinks it's how, why she likes it as much as she does, but... We talk about it, and we talk about the ratings and how good they were and the fact that Bachelor in Paradise lost half of their audience from The Golden Bachelor, which is kind of got to be unnerving for them. My guess is, because we don't know the schedule in 2024 with this franchise. We know The Bachelor, which is filming now with Joey, is going to start probably the third Monday in January because they have to let the uh, NFL playoffs play out first. And then they'll start airing uh, in January. And then we know there's going to be a Bachelorette season, 
and a Paradise season. We don't know if next season they're going to do another Golden Bachelor. We don't know if they're going to replace the Golden Bachelor with a Golden Bachelorette, or maybe they do both. We don't know yet. But what I do know, based on just one week of ratings, last week Golden Bachelor gets 4.3 million viewers for their hour that they aired, and Bachelor in Paradise, which came on right after it for two hours, got half that audience at like 2.1 million. My guess is they will not do that next year. They were gonna they're gonna want to air Bachelor in Paradise probably on its own like they did in years past. This is the first time they've ever done it right after another show. That gives you three hours of programming a night. That's probably wearing on people. So that's just my guess. I haven't heard anything, and we don't even know what's even airing next year outside of we're pretty sure there's going to be a Bachelor, Bachelorette, and Bachelor in Paradise. I don't think they're going to do another three-hour block on a Thursday night. I just think that they probably learned their lesson after seeing one week of ratings. And, you know, we'll follow these ratings all season long, but I guarantee they go back to airing Bachelor in Paradise by itself. It just makes more sense, especially after seeing that the Golden Bachelor is kicking its ass. Just my thoughts. Um, Big Brother tonight. Okay. I came across yet another <laughs> TikTok. And it's the only thing I've seen in the last 48 hours since Tuesday's episode, or almost 48 hours since Tuesday's episode. And it was literally, all, it was a, it was scrolling through TikTok, a video popped up, and it was of a Big Brother bedroom. And I'm like, okay, I'll watch this for two seconds, five seconds. It had no, it had no title on it, so it wasn't anything on the screen that spoiled it. Sari walks into a room. Oh, by the way, possible spoiler alert here because I didn't get any context. Sari walking into the bedroom of one of the rooms and is like, "Ugh, they're gonna vote McColl out," and that was it. That's all I saw. I'm like, "Wait, what?" I could have gone back and probably listened more and and tried to figure out the context or how this all came about, but. Now, I guess, is it possible Mimi's going home tonight? I didn't see any way that was going to happen, but based on that clip that I saw, it was literally five seconds, and that's all it was. Somebody on TikTok recorded part of the live feeds of Sari walking into the bedroom saying, uh, they're going to vote Mimi out. And I'm like, uh, I'm not going to watch this anymore. And I moved on, but I guess we'll find out tonight. And finally... Scrolling through Instagram last night, going through my Instagram stories. If you've listened to me long enough, you've heard the story, me talking about how Alyssa Milano was my first crush in middle school. Like, I was obsessed with her. I watched every episode of Who's the Boss. I thought, you know, I was going to be her first boyfriend. You know, all this stupid stuff you think when you're in middle school. Well, I'm, I follow Alyssa on Instagram, and... I guess she's coming to some fan convention here in Dallas on October 21st. Do I go to the fan convention, get in line, and when I get up to her say, hey, just wanted to let you know, I used to walk home from fifth grade and stop off at the grocery store every day that I had some extra money, buy Teen Beat and Bop, and cut out all your pictures and put it in a scrapbook. You think that would figure out at all? <laughs> It would probably figure out even more if I was like, and here's the scrapbook. I still have it. Yeah, no, I don't. But the other thing was I, I realized I, that may sound creepy, but I also did the same thing with those magazines, and I'd also cut out pictures of the Beastie Boys and Run DMC. Like it wasn't just, oh, here's creepy fifth grader. 
cutting out pictures of girls and putting it in a notebook. No, I did it for like those two guys, those groups as well. Don't ask me why. I don't know. I was in fifth grade. I didn't know any better. <laughs> Maybe it was sixth. I don't. I When was that? It was 85. Yeah, it was 85. I was 10. BC Boys Run DMC, like that was like a big deal to me in middle school. And I don't know why I thought it was a big enough deal to cut their pictures out so I could look at them. But, you know, we all do stupid shit when we're in middle school. So that was mine. Anyway, Alyssa Milano is going to be here in Dallas. And um, should I go and meet her? Should I sign up for this fan fest? Or I don't even know what it is. It's some sort of fan event out here. And uh, it's I think October 21st is what I saw. I don't know. Um. I got to see what the event is. Maybe there's other people that I'd want to, uh, you know, go see or whatever. Maybe there's some 90210 people going to this one, too. I don't I have no idea. But I hope you all I hope you all were able to sense the sarcasm in this. No, if I went to this, which there's a good chance I'm not even going to this. But no, if I went to this, no, I'm not going to tell Alyssa Milano. I used to cut pictures of her out of Bop magazine when I was in fifth grade. It was a joke. I hope you realize that. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also, rate and review. Give me a five-star. I'd appreciate it. And give me a nice review. That'd be nice, too. Um, The Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now. And, like I said, in two hours from now, podcast number 359, my weekly podcast, conversation with Dr. Diane Strakowski. Back to Love Doc on Instagram. We talk about Love is Blind. We talk about The Bachelor. We talk about The Golden Bachelor. We talk about the UCAN Foundation. A lot of good talk. We also talk about Michael and Danielle's breakup and what we thought of that. So a lot of good talk uh, in today's podcast, number 359, with Dr. Diane coming out in a couple hours from now. So check that out if you'd like. Thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it, and I will talk to you tomorrow. See you!